Hello there, I am Kuprin, and welcome to the Global Rollers. We are a bunch of geeks from all over the world playing Dungeons and Dragons. Why don't you walk alongside me in the Golden Vault? Welcome to tonight's game. A brief recap um, in that the group successfully completed a long mission where they need to secure information on how to access a vault for a particular clan of dwarves. Uh, the vault uh, had been stolen from them um, a while back and they'd been trying to access it unsuccessfully, but through some deductions, um, getting a little bit of advice from outside uh, sources, uh, they were eventually able to determine what was the key to opening the vault. I do have a question for the group before you left the prison before you left Ravel's Inn. What did you tell the warden, if anything, about what you suspected regarding Prisoner 13's tattoos? Abby Ziri. Yeah, I'm, I'm I thought we had discussed this lightly last time that she had suspected that there was something going on with them. Um, I don't see any reason why we would withhold that information, though, in the long run. Anyone else have any, any thoughts on that? Otherwise, I think all disclosures, probably. Okay, Done. so you fully disclosed to the warden regarding your suspicions regarding the tattoos. Mm -hmm. Unless anyone else has any opposition to that. No. Mm -mm. Seems okay. fine. Alright. Well, Prisoner 13 will find their um, future endeavors uh, greatly diminished. We'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Things will be put into place to hinder... Uh, the use of those tattoos going forward. So, yeah. Now that they know um, about them being there, uh, which was difficult to know because of the shroud tattoo that she had, so. But. You earned that money. Uh, yeah, you did earn that money. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a, a tidy sum you earned. Hmm. All right, so coming back, um, you also received um, three items from the dwarves as reward. Um, Ziri got Elven Chain. Uh, Yed got Slippers of Spider Climb. And I can't remember what the third item was and who got it, but it, well, it was Cooper that got it, but what was it? A cap of water breathing. A cap of water Ooh. breathing. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Um, so, you make it back. Um, Golden Bolt's pleased and gives you some time off uh, since you've been working the last three months. So, you've got some time off. 
Um, but before you take the time off, you are told that uh, you are now earning 50 gold per month as your uh, monthly allowance, shall we say. Um, at the end of that month, uh, unless there's something that you want to have specifically done over that time period. Yeah. Um, Kuprin is going to be, if available, is going to be buying his own place in the City of Glass. Ooh. Okay. Uh... Potentially, mm -hmm. hmm. um, potentially involves a uh, mortgage. Do you <laughs> consult with? Um, oh yeah, he'll reach out to Mira to see what she would. Okay, um, she will tell you before the rest that your group is about to be moved for a potentially long period of time. Um, Got it. All right. Back to Faerun. Oh, oops. Oh. So. <laughs> okay. Um, so she, yeah, she says you might want to hold off on that. Um, but that she will keep an ear to the ground for a potentially good property. Um, asking, you know, what you're looking for, what you're interested in, and all that kind of stuff, which we can go over that mm -hmm. outside of game time, etc. cetera. Um, because yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's as much as she wants to say, but uh, she's planning, she's with that in mind, she's probably going to plan a meeting uh, about two weeks into your downtime, which she's given, you're getting, you're going to be given a month. Um, so two weeks in, she'll call everyone in um, and meet um, with all of you. Uh, Iris would want to talk to Mira about possibly acquiring armor like Yed's before that. Okay. Um, potentially, let me check into... Let me look at something really quick. That's glamoured studded leather, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to remember if we looked up the price on that before. Go on, ask me how I could have afforded it. <laughs> the same way uh, Iris has their loot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it must be in just D&D then. This one came to me. Yeah. Acquisition! <laughs> Initial acquisition. So, 
glamour, 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 glamour. Glamour studded leather. It's 2,000 gold mm-hmm. to buy it. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have that? No. Okay. How much? Definitely do you have, have half of that. Okay. Time to start a savings account. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think we should jack it in and become a bank. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I would say that if you can come up with half, they can get it for you. Uh, Lockheed would hand that over. Okay. Then I would say uh, before you end up leaving for your next mission, Mm -hmm. uh, you will have glamoured studded leather. Awesome. The body changes, but the arms stay the same. (laughs) (laughs) Don't turn into a halfling, you'll regret it. Yeah, so you're you're kind of you're getting it somewhat at cost, um, but yeah. Um, anybody else have anything? Before the during those first two weeks, uh, Siri would see if she could get a hold of Maria. Uh, Who? yeah, oh, yeah, um, and uh, ask them if they would be willing to part with a vial of their blood for alchemical experimentation. I beg your pardon. <laughs> well, you know, like you, you're you have certain abilities that other beings with similar abilities can be used to make um, certain types of magical things, such as glamoured. Or illusory type uh, effects on clothing and armor, and you know, I was kind of wondering if maybe your blood might also be able to do that, and maybe that's why it's so common back in you know, like with your people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, what kind of blood do you think I've got? <laughs> Not Elvish blood. <laughs> Same as I as Lockheed. Uh, not necessarily. <laughs> it's okay if 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 not, you know. As um, uh, well, out of character now. Um, there's, yeah. there's very little in the way of blood transfusion here. <laughs> So it was like, what, lop a part off? No, I mean that I literally like, you could just like mm. make a little cut on your hand or whatever 
and bleed Let it. Let a vial drip out and make sure wounds it, you know? Like, flap some magical healing, and then, you know, your skin's perfectly healed, and, you know, I have a vial of blood. Jesus. <laughs> the rationale. And, and when, when she's saying oh vial, my. she's meaning, like, you know, like a little... Are we talking about like a test tube here, or like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a small yeah. test tube. Like a gallon yeah. of milk container. No, 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 no. The vials hold one ounce of liquid. Yeah. yeah, they're they're small. It's like a healing potion. It's a little shot, that's all. Well, as long it's as you promise not to do any blood magic on me. Oh, I, yeah, I told, I promise. I don't have any of those. And if you bonus. do, I will come for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't see you coming, so I I know. <laughs> It's like tw- 29 milliliters, if that helps. All I can say is don't look up. <laughs> <laughs> she gets very quiet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what, about 50 gold a, milli- uh, a milliliter? <laughs> I don't know what a milliliter is. We don't use that. Well, package. there's there's 29 <laughs> milliliters in an ounce, so he's saying 50 gold per yeah. milliliter. So yeah, he, he's gonna charge you a lot for it. I'm not that curious. <laughs> uh huh. You know, you know, I I do have the ability to make some alchemical potions and things like that. So I was thinking if it, you know. Well, sure. Let's let's see what uh, see what you can come up with. Yeah, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll take that blood to her mentor and see if they can come up with anything in the next few weeks, <laughs> as Fuck. she had discussed with the mentor previously. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that and see. Yes. Because no, no, I don't remember that <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just ex- yeah, I'll have to look and see uh, what what it, what I have that might be able to. Uh, so, are oh. you after free blood or doppelganger? Doppelganger, right? Yeah, yeah. So it, something cause... that has the shape change ability. Yeah, yeah, because my my lineage is doppelganger, not. Not very amazing. Uh, we might have to. <laughs> I think we might have to retcon episode one. I believe. <laughs> well, you've both got. Um, I mean, both of you as changelings have the shape change ability, yeah, which is what she's free, looking for. One's free based and one's doppelganger based. Yeah, but oh well. Depending on the uh, well, it's mainly yeah. the mainly the that. ability that uh, she's looking for. Something that has the uh-huh. shape change ability. If I am not mistaken, <laughs> this is exactly yes. Yeah, I think because at the very beginning of it, we had you had mentioned I'd I'd asked you about. Uh, the yeah. doppelganger, like the or what, like magic items related to like, like what your experiences and stuff with that's the kinda, glitch, that's, the climbered, you know. But that's kind of my fault because I was thinking that I had taken the fae ancestry, and uh, it's not. Oh, I've gone with the legacy uh, 
rising from the last war. Yeah. Background. Because I'm oh. from Eberron. Mm. Oh, good. Your people just might be like really into like glamorous stuff and might have nothing to do with the, the blood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's just curious. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking up Doppelganger just to see what it says in one of the books that I have. God. Uh, <laughs> dinosaurs. Hmm. Hmm. Let's gloss over that part and uh, come back to it next week. Yeah, I'm gonna need to do yeah. some more. I'm gonna need to do some more research to see what I can find on it. But yeah, it's it, it's a possibility for something like that. I could see it potentially. But um, okay, so two weeks into your downtime, um, Mira pulls all of you together and first congratulates all of you on. I can't make it. I've got blood poisoning for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulates all of you on uh, a good job that you did uh, for the Axebreaker clan uh, in Faerun. And uh, she'll also tell you about your promotion, um, that you are seen as um, a full-fledged team now that you've uh, you know, completed several things and that you're starting to gel. Uh, along those lines, she would like your team to come up with a name for yourselves. Oh no! Yep. We already did. We are the worst at this part. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we are the golden retrievers. <laughs> you need to give us a, a month warning on this. <laughs> nope, because then you guys spend way too much time pissing about and not coming up with something. So I'm putting you under. I'm putting you under pressure. Um, need, I think we should go with, with the uh, the for fuck's sakes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, it is stressed that it needs to be um, client friendly. So if you're going to be introduced to clients, it should have the appropriate um, cachet, shall we say. I would think the awesome panda cats would be the one to go for. Because everybody likes pandas and cats, so let's combine (laughs) it. Let's double down. Um, So, yes, you will need to come up with a name. And... Uh, then she drops the other uh, bit of news. Clanger. They have. Um, she looks to the members of the group who are from Faerun, um, and says, "I am assuming you all have heard of a place called Candlekeep in Faerun." Um. Looking at Sally, Iris, and Cuprin. No, never heard of it. <laughs> Insight check. 
<laughs> DMs aren't allowed insight check. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Absolutely will be rolling deception on this. <laughs> because Sally's not very good at it. That's a 14, so I don't even think that probably tr- passes the... Uh, Passive. I gotta look her up now. I do have a character sheet for her. Let me get her opened. There she is. If she's got crap insight, I think we should ask for a raise. Uh, It doesn't pass the passive, but I will roll. Okay. Uh, boy, she kind of gives you a look, but uh, I got a 13, so you nice. just scraped <laughs> by, but yeah. <clears throat> yep. Just scraped by. Masterful. <laughs> uh, what about the other two? Uh, Response is, well, I'm not going like this then. I mean, if we have to go. Look, Sikufrin. Let me explain uh, the situation. Who has yeah. an overdue library book out? <laughs> <laughs> um, for those who are unfamiliar with the place, um, it is probably the most prestigious library in uh, the world of Toral. And the access to the books at this library is advantageous to say the least we have an arrangement with the powers that be at candle keep in exchange for our assistance in dealing with particular tomes we have access to research at the library um without having to pay the normal admittance fee. So, periodically, we will send a team in to deal with tomes that they have uh, determined are needing further investigation. Um, as they get quite a few in um, each year. And some can be benign. Some can be potentially harmful. Um, and... Gee, I wonder which ones we'll get. <laughs> but... Uh, they're also a location where we have uh, used their facilities to sequester or quarantine 
something along those lines, uh, certain tomes that need particular protections. Oh, As boy. Candlekeep comes with uh, some rather extensive wards and protections. Didn't we already do our creepy book for the year? Uh, I didn't remember anything in your contract saying that you were limited to only one per year. Point taken. Wait, what? We have a contract? Uh, yes, you did sign a contract when you started with the Golden Vault. Did you forget? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reminder. Put it down to trauma. Now, you will be staying at Candlekeep, which is a ways from anywhere. Yeah, they're they're kind of um, isolated to an extent. Uh, there is a teleportation circle outside of Candlekeep, not within, uh, which you will be able to use. Um, and she pulls out a small box with a ring, and she opens it, and she passes it to Ziri. Ooh. This will give you access to teleportation travel even though power wise you're not quite of a level yet to be able to manifest it yourself um you can look up but i will also in the goblin notebook open in the magic items You should see now the ring of programmed teleportation. Amazing. And it is given, yeah, it is given directly to Siri. Now, she will explain about the teleportation that... Um, it will be useful to use it only in Faerun if later you are transferred to a different system. Then, yeah, you could you can reprogram it to teleportation circles there. But teleportation circle does not work across planes. You can only use teleportation circles as anchor points for a plane shift spell. But not, you can't use teleportation circle from one plane to another. Good to know, thank you. Okay. Um, so her recommendation is that when you arrive there, the first one that you should program would be Candlekeep. 
and she'll leave it up to you to decide what the other two will be. I know you have two already in your spell book that you've recorded. Because mm-hmm. you've recorded the Sahandi Margaster estate and you've recorded the Waterdeep one outside the city. Oh. I think that's the only two that you have at the moment. Uh, well, on, on this plane. I've teleportation circles from every mission. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the only Faerun ones, yeah. You've got, uh, yeah, several, but yeah. Getting, getting back to, once you have plane shift, there's lots of places you can go. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can take a little sabbatical and go on a tour. Um... So yes, you can add that. Um, I that item is in D and D Beyond, but I've also included it here. So, right. yep, got it on her fingers already. Okay. Um, it does require attunement. So, yeah. Now, as far as Candlekeep is concerned, uh, she will go over. Basically, the information that is uh, uh, available in the Candlekeep entry that you guys can read. But for the podcast, I'll read this out. It stands atop a rocky crag overlooking the Sea of Swords. The massive citadel of Candlekeep has endured the elements for centuries and defied the degradations of time. Visible for miles around... Candlekeep has an eye-catching silhouette, a high wall interspersed with towers. This wall encloses a large space from which more towers rise. Those who behold the edifice say it looks like nothing so much as a cake decorated with an overabundance of candles. The entrance to Candlekeep is a double gate that stands at the end of the Way of the Lion, which is the road that leads up to Candlekeep and is the only road that provides access to the outside world. The route follows a lonely path across the peninsula where Candlekeep stands. Those who gain entry discover a cloistered community of scholars milling around inside Candlekeep's walls, a place of enlightenment, conversation, and friendly debate. No better place in the realms exists for those who have a love for or need of knowledge and who want to pursue such interests alongside fellow seekers. Candlekeep has the largest repository of written lore in Faerun, including the collected prophecies of an ancient sage named Alundo, the seer. Those who compiled divinations make up a tiny fraction of the accumulated knowledge and secrets contained in the library's vast collection. Not all knowledge preserved in Candlekeep is of historical importance. The library holds thousands upon thousands of... Lost recipes, old songs, collections of folklore, and journals written by folks whose time has long since passed. The abundance of these ancillary works makes finding notable tomes an exercise in patience and perseverance. Fortunately, a legion of scholars and sages called the Avowed look after the library and remain vigilant in the care and cataloging of all the knowledge it holds. Now, 
your stay at Candle Keep uh, will be covered by the Golden Vault. There will be no cost to you. And your meals will also be included. Uh, alcohol, you'll have to pay for yourself. No. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever's included with dinner will be included in, in that cost, but anything over and above, you'll have to pay for yourself. Now, it is a long way from anywhere, so uh, if you need a break, you need to take a break uh, for some downtime um, to decompress, etc. That's allowed. Or if you need to go somewhere else for more research for, for some reason or other, um, regarding whatever tome you are researching or looking into, um, of course, that is also allowed. One thing that is not allowed is no tome can be taken out of Candle Keep, which belongs to the Candle Keep collection. Got it. So. That needs to be kept in mind. Also, looking specifically at Siri, the wholesale copying of books within the Candlekeep collection is a no-no. But like a, a max of like ten percent. Of a book, otherwise it's it's if too you much. Need to, if you need to make a a small copy of a small section, or um, yes, but if if you were to use your ability to copy an entire mm-hmm. book, uh, or even a majority of a book, that will get yourself into all sorts of trouble. Understood. They offer a service at Candlekeep which is also one of the means that they finance themselves in that they uh, will copy a book within the collection for a fee. So expect to be observed when you're looking at the books and tomes as they are very, very careful uh, with the collection, which is vast. Um, There are several uh, what they call great readers, and they act as the curators for all the different libraries that make up the great library. So there's a lot, um, which is why they need a group to come in periodically and with the right skills, um, research, find out what the situation might be with the particular tome that might uh, be posing a difficulty or questions. Um, yes, because 
those that are at Candlekeep and are trained there, etc., are trained in the protection of Candlekeep itself and the collection that it holds. That's what they are trained for. They're not necessarily trained in dealing with the outside world, outside of Candlekeep, and what all that might entail. That's where you come in. Questions? <laughs> oh, I'm surprised you have no questions. Well, we really don't know what we're up to yet. True. So what? what so we'll, we'll be going there, and our mission is basically like someone from Candlekeep will be giving us specific yes. missions while we're there, rather yes. than you. Yes. So, what kind of missions are we likely to be uh, charged with? Researching a... Read, read this book? I mean, that seems quite easy. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, because probably the book has been read or has been at least looked over by the curator, otherwise it wouldn't <laughs> be on the shelves, but something either about the book or someone has... Uh, brought up something about the book uh, which has caused some concern and uh, it may have been put aside for further research it's yeah there's been there's uh, it's it's a a variety of particular things that can happen it's a bit subjective, so therefore that's why the lack of questions, probably. Well, I thought maybe one of your questions would be what will happen to your uh, your residences here. Oh, that kind of question. <laughs> oh, I wasn't planning on getting my security deposit back anyway. <laughs> well, if you want... How long are we going to be away? If you want it, if you want your rooms kept here uh, while you're away we can arrange that if you want to give up your rooms here and not have to worry about it that's also an option oh, I'm not okay. sure how long do you have any storage that we can put our furniture in <laughs> uh, I've spent a quite a small fortune in beds and sofas you know <laughs> Are you sure it's smart to set me loose in basically a monastery? <laughs> well, all these randy old monks. <laughs> my, uh, I very much doubt that whilst um, some people might consider a monastery means celibacy, um, I don't believe that is the case. Oh. Well, that's extensive line and erotic material. (laughs) My question was more geared towards uh, myself and Yed's predispositions. 
You would need to decide what uh, persona you will be going with and likely stick with it while you're there. We'll say you will be known by particular individuals um, who will recognize you as doing this task. Um, if you were to change your persona while there... And but not it, in the general populace. Um, potentially not the general populace. However... If you're discovered there and and no one really knows who you are or what you might be doing there, it may be thought that you have illegally entered Candlekeep and you will be expelled unless you reveal yourself. So that's something you'll have to deal with if you decide to go that route. I'll probably right. just go as Priya then. Okay. Nah. You have time to consider. We will be giving general descriptions of each of you um, that will be given to the Keeper of Tomes, who is the uh, leader of Candlekeep. And uh, he will meet with you as a group initially and make sure you understand the rules of Candlekeep. So consider your impressions that you will be making as you will be spending um, a fair amount of time there. And... No sense in making your stay there difficult. And I'll let all of you read between the lines of what she is saying. <laughs> Which is basically, mm -hmm. don't be assholes. <laughs> I don't know if we can do anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm going as Cooperin. <laughs> Twins. Yeah, it's like, Cooperin did it. No, it can't be. He was over in the other part of the, the keep. I have an alibi. <laughs> an alibi. Oh, no. Well, you would both be coming in as... Would you both be coming in as Coop? Would you literally be coming in as twins? Uh, it was just a... No, okay. Because no. that could be really interesting. <laughs> Not to say that we can't do it once we're in. Pretty Capron. <laughs> Capron. Caprat. Nemcock. Green. Caprat. Kaplang. <laughs> I'm his Klingon half brother. <laughs> so she asked that you let her know if you're wanting your if you're wanting to hold on to your furniture and all that, she would recommend that you maintain that room. 
Okay. Be the easiest thing to do. Just rather a, a, an outlay, depending on how long we're going to be. You could uh, sublease it. You could. There you go. Mm-hmm. And make money. Ooh. You would like her to arrange that to sublease the property while you're uh, gone? Absolutely. And only to a person of the night. Mm. She will this. do her best to make sure that whoever um, subleases your property is um, of the appropriate profession. Are Next. you a prostitute? Check yes or no. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Are you an escort? Or a vampire. Or, one of the or, yeah, or a vampire. Yes. No, no, I'm three no. or all three. That sounds like three, a fine idea. The cost. <laughs> uh, just <sighs> get rid of my place. It's, I'm just looking on upgrading anyway. Okay. I'll let you, uh, yeah, handle disposition. Mm, Uh, I don't think you've spent anything on your place, so I'm assuming you just stuck with what it had, so. That's about right. A little bed and breakfast. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. You were staying at the boarding house. Bed and breakfast minus the bed. (laughs) (laughs) He sleeps standing up. Yeah, he was staying at the boarding house. He was staying at the... Yeah, so that's that's easy because yeah, the boarding house it would in, yeah the furniture is included with the boarding house, so yeah, it's basically just your own personal possessions. Um, Cooper's going to speak up with all of them there now. Um, I didn't know how to address this prior, and I know Sally and, from my understanding of what I'm gleaned, Sally and Iris here have quite reputations within Faerun. My issue comes. <laughs> oh, how do I say this? Uh, though I may not be in the same city as I once was, I worry that I'll be on the same plane as I once was to an entity that has capabilities of finding me. <laughs> Oh, what? Well, that's it. I guess I could give you a breakdown. Uh, the TDRL, uh, is that how you say it? The RTDQ, whichever one it is. B- the quick version of it. There you go. I, oh gosh. Uh, I, I didn't always look like this. Um, okay, uh, this is the first time I told anybody this. Uh, I used to be human. Uh, my name used to be Cooper. I was a... Cooper? Yes, I was a member of Waterdeep. Um, a lower-end member of Waterdeep. Uh, I got into quite a bit of debt. I was given a name of a woman, an older woman, who had the capabilities of... It was stupid. She could relieve the debt. Or so I thought. So people thought. Or that's what she wanted people to think. I made a bargain. Nothing's she, for free. Nothing is for free. And she revealed her true nature. 
I was cursed, hexed, whichever one you want to call it, and spent time within her domain, and slowly became this that you see before you. The reason why I can remove a tooth, a nail, some hair. What was her true? She was a hag. Uh, which variety? I assume Do green, you know? but I can't be sure. Okay. And the domain? Was this... It was her own little place within the Fae. Alright. She would collect people and turn them into things. I acted a bit as her domo major, if you will. The previous one had passed. I handled the people that she acquired. She turned them into creatures, objects. All right. So do you have well. reason to believe that she'll come after you? Oh, yes. Um... You parted in bad order. Me and my, uh, the goddess uh, who I worship, uh, she sent she sent me ways of uh, finding you can refer to it as like pockets or loopholes, if you will, but they were I called them puddles. Uh, they were holes poked within the domain by her to allow me to set free these individuals. Uh, there was a uh, there was a fay that the uh, the hag managed to come into possession of to put in bluntly and that she was a naiad. I don't know if you know what those are. Anyway, said Nayad had a distinct connection to uh, an archfey, and it just a trickle-down effect, if you will. Uh, we became close friends, and we found a way to free those who were imprisoned. Anyway. Where was your I, hag all this time? She... I don't know. There was times where she would be there and times she would not, but there was a... Uh, during this time, she had been gone more frequently. It was easier to move people out. I was the last. I haven't looked back. It was... Uh, that was three months prior to meeting you, Mira. <laughs> close to three months I think so I think mm. so I wonder if uh, Candle Keeps Wards would help you we just spent three months on that plane like, I know. I, in a highly were, guarded prison. Uh, 
It felt far enough away to where it wasn't a bother, if that makes sense. But where we are going now, it's closer, uncomfortably close. I was in water deep with you, but we were with powerful people, so I even felt comfortable then. But I still felt on edge. I, I would say that you are probably safer at Candlekeep than many other places. But I still haven't heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mira just looks at you. <laughs> and it, it, it sounds like Candlekeep is much more well-guarded than we were just at, considering that they were depending on me for mat- like on-call magical interventions and safety. I just wanted it to be addressed in case anything happens. I will get turned been... into flower pots. I'm not worried more about you. I am worried about a bargain that I'd made, and I. Oh. Broke to an extent. I mean, I did outright break it, but I think I'm. Been did your vain. bargain not have a time frame? No. My lifetime, she could remove all worries of... What was the words? She could remove all worldly worldly worries for as long as I lived. I mean, I can do that too, as long as you die Mm. after... Never mind. Yeah, that's... I don't know. Mm. Lesson learned. Take note, people. Don't trust old women. Well, that's ageist and sexist. (laughs) She was an old woman. I don't know what else to tell you. She was an ancient croon that had, uh, you know, I had been told. You have to be cautious when making deals with particular entities. I had no idea that she was an entity outside of what she was. Well, you should just generally be cautious of making deals. Well, I was a gambler, so making deals was kind of always, you know, in my wheelhouse. So I understand. Well, I get it now. Yes. I hope. I went from one deal to the next, actually, with what I, and he kind of flicks the vial of pearls. But this one seems to be all right. I just worry and what may happen well, being there. I, I would be um hmm, I would be surprised if she were to try and confront you at Candlekeep. What my... about my uh what would I call those? Uh the people who murdered my family. Is there a reason that they're looking for you? Other than the fact that I killed uh, one of their very high ups in that exchange. Which is why I don't like being in Faerun. Once again, all of you have been gone for some time. If someone were looking for you... I'm 
the way that you, hmm. Do they know your real name? I don't know. Okay. They would know my sisters, so I will not be going in this phase. Right. The way scrying works, if they were to be using that sort of uh, magics, they have to look for a particular visage. So if you change that visage, unless they know your true name, then you're likely safe. Again, all of you have been on Faerun for the last three months. Nothing happened to you when you got to Luskan. Either way. Now, I'm not saying that no one is looking for you or will attempt something. I would say within Candlekeep, uh, I would find it highly unlikely that anything would be attempted. A, it is not easy to gain entrance to Candlekeep. Requires um, a particular book or tome. It needs to be unique. It needs to be considered of value to Candlekeep. So you can't just rock up with a... Um, you know, someone's story of their adventures. Um, it, yeah, it's and even when you do get access uh, for most, they call these people seekers that come in to do research. It's for ten days, and then you're kicked out. The Seekers! <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a feeling that was going to come up. Um, and those that protect Kendallkeep are uh, powerful. They have powerful wizards. They have powerful uh, martial arts individuals. Uh, and the place is fairly well patrolled. You two should have been pumping Prisoner 13 for information of where she got her tattoos done. <laughs> But maybe that's something we can research. We have, <laughs> you know, we, we have notes from, from our investigations there. Did you take, um, did you take pictures? Yes, of course. <laughs> did you? I thought she takes pictures that. of everything. She's like a Japanese <laughs> tourist. <laughs> <laughs> There's a trope. 
I wasn't sure because I was waiting to hear you say that you were taking pictures of the tattoos and I don't remember you ever saying that you were doing it. Yeah, I definitely remember. If you want to send me a voice imprint, I'll put it into the... <laughs> <laughs> Insert it into the record. Yeah. <laughs> Behold, I can manipulate time and space. No, we did take pictures of it because Cooper and did the form and then... She did the, I would. Uh, I recall yeah. us talking about that, but Cooper can accurately call that, so he can how to disguise it or disguise self if needed. I mean, it's not just redo. a matter of bunging that tattoo on. I, I'm assuming there's a bit more to it than that, but mm -hmm. right. But that would be a good starting key to it. Yeah, because we can at least I'm see sure the. The best library in the whole plane has, you know, information about magical tattoos, so we can do the research. There. I don't think it's as easy as just tattooing no looky on your hand. <laughs> anyway, if you feel as though it is in, safe, in I will not worry. At least not try to worry. Well, again, it's be on guard as far as strangers approaching you. Old women. Beware <laughs> old women. Does she have a shape change ability? I don't think I've ever dealt with a hag. Uh, she didn't look... The form that she took whenever I first met her was not the form that she took when she was in her domain. Okay, well that answers that. She can change her form. Okay. And she had a beautiful pet. Beautiful dog. At first. And it turned quite disgusting. And hellish. Okay. In her domain. So. Things I remember and recall. All right. Well. Oh, can you change your form right now and show us what she looked like in both forms? Uh, I could never actually thought to do that. Uh, as Cooper, and I, you watch him for a moment struggle. And he shifts, but it's, it's an old person, old lady. <clears throat> you have a mirror. You're talking here. <laughs> <laughs> Only does it for her like... hat of disguise to uh, imitate you. No. <laughs> it's a it's photocopy magic. of a photocopy. <laughs> Getting a bit uh, fuzzier in the edges. That's not right. It's not right. Uh... Okay. So no, I guess I can't, because whatever that is, is not who she looked like. Just back. Well, I guess if you, if you trust your gut, I think you have a uh, all of you probably have a fairly well-honed sense of danger at this point. 
if you feel like something's not right, make sure you're not alone. Find one of your companions. Again, I would recommend, because there are those who can do shape change, you should come up with a phrase that, or word, or combination of words, or hand signal, or something that only the five of you know. So that if you want to ensure the one you are speaking to is actually who they purport to be, you have a means of checking that. Agents have been impersonated before. It can <coughs> happen. There are those with magical or racial means of impersonating. Two of you in this group can do that already. So consider that. Put that safety measure in place. So that you're not... Our unique items of the, the messaging cuffs and Kuban's rings. Yes. Potentially, yes. If you look for particular items uh, that they may or may not be wearing or using. Um, but yes, just to be on the safe side. You're all capable. You've proven that. And you've been working together long enough now to know each other's strengths and weaknesses. So, watch each other's back. So, hypothetically, have we been uh, invaded at this point? How would we know we are who we say we are? I'm in fact prisoner 13. Ha ha! I think we would know that by now, but you do bring up a good point of knowing precisely who each of you are. Just saying, yeah, it's me, is not really going to cut it, is it? Indeed. There's many secrets that we have yet to share with each other, I'm sure. Glancing at Cooper. Icky <laughs> grinned. No, I'm an open book. <laughs> and that's a lie, but. Ooh. None of you are an open book. I'm not an open book. Anyone who says they're an open book, they're lying. <laughs> if you learn nothing else. I will say that within Candlekeep, 
Uh, there are lots of open books. <laughs> the monks that are trained there in the uh, discipline that they follow, they can use the Zone of Truth spell. So, be aware. That's useful. It, you may run up against that, per se. Um, although I do know that uh, the Keeper of the Tomes is uh, not a martially trained. They are arcane trained. They are an archmage. Oh. So. Again, you're not going to be amongst the weak, but more so the externally unexperienced when it comes to potentially dealing with some of these problem tomes. If it requires you to track down a previous owner or, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever may be the case. So, you've got two weeks before you transferred. Oh, boy. Now, I believe some of you have the means of using the sending spell. Or should have the ability to use it. Yes. If you run into trouble, send me a message. Okay. If I don't respond, it probably hasn't gone through, but it's a very small chance that it doesn't make it all the way through. Sometimes, plane to plane, it can be uh, a little tricky to get a message through, but more times than not, it should get through. But I will respond if I get the message. And we'll uh, endeavor to handle whatever issue you bring up. Now, my next question would be, do you want your monthly pay to be held here? Or do you want it delivered to you each month at your location? Me. What was that? Go ahead and hold it here for me. Okay. The others may think differently, but... Yeah, you could do mine as well. Hold okay. it. Yeah, I think I have, I have enough to hold me over there for now. Yeah, Miss Moneybags over there. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know... <laughs> It's expensive. <laughs> it is expensive, but yeah, you did. You made book. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't want to go carting around large sums of money, so uh, I'll hand over. I'll take my initial um, monthly salary, and you can forward, keep forwarding it, 
and you can hold the bulk of my stuff here. Okay, so you want to leave the bulk of your savings here, mm -hmm. but your monthly salary be sent to Candlekeep. Yeah. For you. Okay. How long did you say that we were likely to be there? Did you say? I didn't. I'm not certain. Um, generally, when we send people in, it can be four to six months. Anything else? Well, if we need, if we need additional sums, there we can always contact you and make arrangements. Yeah, we can make arrangements. But... Wire us some money. <laughs> In essence. Any further questions, concerns, ideas? Uh, I'll need to know for sure before uh, probably within the next week or so who you're going as looking at uh, Yed and Lockheed. Yep. So have a consideration of that. Um. Keep in mind, also, while you're there, you will have access to the library. So if there's anything you're wanting to research, you will not be in a better place. That's good, good to me. Enough. All right. I shall let you go. Let you oh enjoy the rest of your off time. And you can arrange the uh, subletting my place. Yes. Yes. I will. Obviously, uh, not until I've gone. <laughs> no, obviously. <laughs> and I'll be doing that on like a month to month basis, depending on um, what your schedules are like. All right. Again, good work. Congratulations on your promotions. And get together. Come up with the name for your for your group. Oh god, I forgot I oh, I thought you had forgotten about that. Mm, no. <sighs> <Shit>. <laughs> I'm paid not to forget. Our group's <laughs> called the uh, um, uh, We'll figure yeah, it out. That's it. <laughs> the um, uh, How do you spell that exactly? <laughs> uh, it's a lot of U's, some M's and a couple of uh's. Uh, out of character, I, 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 I like this <laughs> I like the suggestion that Ziri made in uh, Game Night Chatter. It's kind of kind of cool. 
So as as the group is walking out, Ziri will make the suggestion change makers because we help enact change and you know, a lot of us have abilities to change ourselves or Can you change your fifty? <laughs> she can. <laughs> Into a pile of ash. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> Fabricate is coming. <laughs> yeah. You just need to think about, also think about things that you would want to take with you, like Ziri. You're going to want to probably secure spell ink to take with you a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Oh, spell ink. Yeah. Yeah, spell ink. Um, and looking at potential, well, yeah, I haven't looked to see if you guys have any, uh, do any of your spells that you guys have taken have uh, unusual material components? Or material components with cost? Mm-hmm. Bought one of mine, but I'll have to look preemptively. But I don't think you'd be aware enough to do that. He doesn't know those spells yet, so. Okay. He's not like a wizard. He can't research. Not fully. Yeah, because Candlekeep mm-hmm. is not going to be a place that's going to have those types of, you know, like expensive material component type stuff. Available to sell. <laughs> you would end up having to go to Waterdeep for stuff like that. Which you've got the capability to do that. <laughs> All you need to know is what are the beds like and have they got a gift shop? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't call it a gift shop. They do have it. There is a shop at Candlekey. But it's very much like you know, it's very um, your basic anything that's like you'd find in the equipment, anything that's like in, in equipment and type stuff like that. Ball bearings and, you know, that kind of <laughs> shit. Um, and clothing. You can get clothing, but it's not. <laughs> It's like a campus shop, is it? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know... This Did is, he it's do a, donuts? It's a, it's a monastic government that runs Candlekeep, in essence. Um, which means, you know, they don't... They're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be going around in noble clothing. Put it that way. And people that come there generally come to do research. So it's not like they're coming for parties or balls or anything like that. It's you're coming to do research on a particular thing or time period or whatever, you know, whatever your research might be. Um, and Candlekeep takes in the books that people bring as payment to be able to research at Candlekeep, and those books have to be 
looked over, read, um, divvied up amongst the different libraries, uh, depending on the subject matter. Uh, and sometimes some of these books don't manifest a problem until later on down the road. So they might seem just fine at first. And later on down the road, something might come up about it and they might need it looked into. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, how about we take our break here and when we come back, you know, you'll have had time to kind of think about if there's anything that you need to take with you that you need to purchase here to take with you uh, so you can, that you're prepared. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's done. So let's have a break. Welcome back from break. So, the two weeks have gone by and need to know, Iris, what persona are you going as? Ira. That's Ira. Okay. Ira. And That's my man. Yeah, it's going as Priya, correct? Correct. Cooper, are you doing anything to change yourself? Uh, nope. Doesn't really have a means of doing that, so. Okay. Shave your head to become a monk. (laughs) 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 He'd look different. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. So, at the end of that two weeks, she meets up with you, and you need to make sure that you've got Everything on your character sheet that you're taking with you. Oh my god, I don't. I... Okay. Oh shit! Yeah, it's okay. You've, I'm I'm giving you time here to take care of that stuff. Make sure you've got everything on your character sheet that you're taking with you. Well, I do, but it's kind of in a box because I didn't take everything with me. I didn't take my armor as a start. Yep. So swap all that stuff over. And uh, where am I? I would say if there's anything that you want to leave here and you're not, you know, you don't want it left in your place that you're going to be renting out. Oh, uh, question. Mm-hmm. Are we allowed weaponry inside? Yes. Okay. I've got two crowbars for some reason. Well, why not? Oh, you never know. Maybe one isn't enough. You need leverage with two. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think everything that's in the chest is going. Oh. Do we still have the ear cuffs of messaging, or are those been redacted? You have them. 
You'll have them until Ziri has the means of offering telepathic communication amongst the group. That'll be a while yet. I think it's a fifth level spell. Well, I've got that to a limited extent, but we don't seem to use it. You used it last time. No, everybody was using earcuffs. It's like, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to ditch the heavy crossbow because I can't see me ever fucking using it. That's fine. Uh, dagger, dagger. Long sword and short sword. Nah, get rid of that crap. Go back to the rapier. Yeah, okay. I'll uh, move all this around. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Mira will give you two things. She will hand to Sally a key, which will get you back here, should you need it. Should <sighs> anything happen, emergency, etc. You I can love return. These little gifts. The other item is a sealed scroll, uh, which she hands to Cooper. You will hand that to the uh, guards at the entrance to Candlekeep. Do not open it ahead of time. If it's been opened, it will not be accepted. All right. But it will allow you to be access Candle Keep without providing a book since you are actually going to work for Candle Keep to an extent through the Golden Vault. Meanwhile, I will make sure that your places are taken care of. Now, am I correct in that everyone, with the exception of Cuprin, is subletting their places? Well, except for Cuprin and Ziri. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ziri's probably being replaced by a dog or something. <laughs> Well, well, okay, so I, I got replaced by a dog when I went off to college. So, oh, oof, wow. So, is there anything else you would like to tell us? <laughs> All right. In that case, um, yeah, she will provide you with the means of teleportation uh, through a plane shift to the 
teleportation circle that is just outside of Candlekeep. So if you click on, actually, I'll just do it this way. Da, 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 da. Through the process of song. <laughs> I will sing my way to it. Uh, where is it? There it is. Yum is now a bard. Um, I've put the map up Bob of Candlekeep in Albear, so you may want to... Yikes! More fucking tabs to open. Oh, nice. What's wrong? Nothing. It's okay. <laughs> Ow. Where the fuck does that water come from? <laughs> Has a wellspring in it. Hmm. Probably a, uh, a decanter of endless water. This was <laughs> geysering the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Or another uh, little little uh, rift to the elemental water, plane of water. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so. Generally, Ooh. most people only have access to the Court of Air and the Pillars of... <laughs> Let me see if I can say this right. Higashi. Oh, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing there? Oh. The Pillars of... Pedagogy. And so, yeah, most most people Ped aren't allowed in the main library. You know, they don't they don't let people in just to wander willy nilly to the library. You have to request books, etc., which will be brought to you um, at the pillars. In one of the rooms there, you can do your research. A pedagogue oh. is a teacher, especially a strict or pedantic one. <laughs> so if you look out where it says Way of the Lion, just north of where it says Way of the Lion, you can see you can see yeah. the teleportation circle. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, I thought that was a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> no. All these bouncing monks. Oh, they've got a steam house. Yep. They have a bath and steam house. This place looks so busy. <laughs> it's so... Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's uh, been obviously built up over quite a, quite a bit of time. House of the Binder there for Sally, if she's in their bondage. Book <laughs> um, <Look> bondage. <laughs> that's where, that's that's where the describing kind of, of the books takes place. <laughs> wow. Erudite outfitters and clothiers. Ooh. Yep. I see. Hey, Swanky. Exaltation. It's like a lot of empty real estate. They just have hanging out there. Well, that's where, like, 
you'll you'd see a lot of people like there's a fucking bullet there. Area. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like a yep. communal courtyard. Discussion it is day. a communal courtyard. Yeah. So. And that, that building's sense. got an eyeball in it, and there's a snail on top of one of the roofs. Yep. Holy crap! Like where's Waldo? <laughs> there he is! There he is! At the There's a dragon back here. Yeah. Oh my gosh! There's. <laughs> Where's Waldo the dragon? There's a bunch of balls here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's also like it's almost like a, a arena thing here. Oh uh, yeah, like a just uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is. This reminds me of those paintings where the paths don't actually make sense. Like it's like the <laughs> yeah. the up, down, left, right, you know, where Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. is it? Geiger. No, it's Escher, isn't it? It's Escher. They got Stonehenge over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, half of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the part they could afford. But cute. yeah, this this whole area here is called the Grove. Oh, mm-hmm. where all the trees and Baker stuff are. Grove. It's called Grove. But oh, again, yeah. you you won't be given uh, access to that yet. So oh, um, look, threat. tree trees up on top of the tower there. Where yep. where would we be? What's the place that we're going to be getting access to? Do we know? Uh, you'll be staying at the House of Rest. Oh, okay, so we'll actually be there for a while. Okay. Okay, so uh, to bring this in, you you have appeared at the uh, teleportation circle just outside Candlekeep, outside the main entrance. Zuri takes a um, picture. Hmm. Zuri takes a picture. Um, Zuri should probably take the minute. To record it on the ring. Cooperin <laughs> uh, does the same thing. Mental image oh. taken. So now he has it solidified. I'm going to go head. in and, and mark down that destination one is Candlekeep. Just so that we've got that in that. Entry for that magic item. Um, okay, so now normally the required entrance fee for admission to Candle Keep, um, it's a work of writing not already collected therein, unless it's, for instance, oh, let's say that they've got a particular book and you have a first edition copy of it that they don't have, you know, that that's something or maybe you have a copy of the book that has um notations in it from some famous wizard or famous alchemist or whatever something that's you know unique um they would take multiple copies of a book in that case um so the enormous double gates of candlekeep are three times the height of human and wrought of black metal and 
both doors are emblazoned with the sigil of Candlekeep, which was on that, uh, which is on the initial entry for Candlekeep that you could have seen over on the right-hand side. That is the coat of arms and the sigil of Candlekeep. Looks like a robot. Bedecked in purple vestments, there are five individuals uh, overseeing the front gates. They are um, speaking to those who wish to enter. And you have to get past them before you can go in. Right, so what are you team. doing? Well, take the lead. Walking with assured purpose. Uh, steps up to one of the individuals who looks like they're not busy. Okay. Good evening. Afternoon. Uh, I would say Six o'clock in the morning. morning. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's probably like ten or eleven o'clock. Good morning. day to you, sir. Yeah. Uh, we're here on behalf of, and he hands over the scroll. Right. Give me just a moment. And he will break the seal and uh, begin to read. Uh, looks up a couple times at uh, each of you. Right. If you wait here for just a moment, and then he uh, leans over and whispers to one of the others with him, and uh, that individual looks at at all of you, glances at you briefly, and then heads inside. We'll have someone with you shortly. Thank you. Um, and yeah, it's not very long before um, an individual also in a purple robe, makes themselves known, comes out and greets all of you. Uh, welcome. I am Kellen Strongbrat, Gate Warden of Candlekeep. If you'll come with me, I will take you to meet with the Keeper of the Tomes. Um, and if you would like to see... Him. Could you say his surname again, please? Well, how about you look at the Goblin Notebook and then you can see his name and a picture. Uh. Uh. Well. <gasps> Where's that? Helen Strong Branch. It's under the creatures. Nope. You have to refresh each time. Cause, yes, you do. Uh, it makes me sign in every single time. I yeah, refresh it. yeah, it does. Mine too. Okay. Good to know. You mean purple robes? Those are nice robes. Mm-hmm. Fancy. Um. So yeah, he. Uh... Strong branch. <laughs> Thought you said strong breath. I was going to say that's about. I did too. <laughs> strong branch. <laughs> Just call me stinky, oh, stinky breath. Yeah, stinky breath. 
Um, as he brings Butt you, breath. he brings you within the court of air. Uh, he will point out uh, the different buildings. Um, you know, basically giving you a little visual tour as he points to different buildings. Um, the bath and steam house, the smithy and the stables, um, the temple of Ogma, the granary, house of rest, the hearth, the house of the binder, and uh, again, the erudite outfitters and clothiers, and the pillars. Um, at which point you will come up to what is called the Emerald Door. Mm-hmm. And being with the Gate Warden, you are allowed through the Emerald Door. He will explain to you that uh, you normally would not be able to pass through the door unless you are being accompanied by a high-ranking member of Candlekeep. Coming inside, uh, you get a closer-up look to the massive castle that's in the, the middle, which is called Exaltation. And taking you within the uh, castle itself, uh, he eventually leads you to uh, I think on a nice day like this uh, he would arrange for you to go to on a wonderful day like today philosopher's court it's an outside area, um, a triangular courtyard, and uh, there's a, a fair number of individuals uh, around. Uh, they uh, all appear to be what you would assume are avowed, dressed in uh, simple robes of varying colors. Of which you don't know what all the different colors mean yet. Um, some of them are just chatting, laughing, um, maybe sharing jokes or stories. Uh, and there is an area that has a uh, checkered flagstones with uh, three foot high marble chess pieces upon it. Um, no one appears to be playing a particular game of chess at the moment, but it's like uh, something that's potential. And as he brings you in, there is um, an individual you see approaching. An older gentleman, all in white. And he approaches. And introduces himself. Welcome to Candlekeep. I am Janusi, keeper of tomes here at Candlekeep. Thank you, Kellen. I will uh, speak with them 
for time and uh, I'll make sure that they're escorted back out. And Kellen simply nods, course keeper, and he goes along his way. Um, if you would like to refresh again, um, I have shared Janusi as well. I'm Here sorry, you know, all unknown I'm... reference, unknown reference, and unknown reference. All I'm hearing is Zanusi <laughs> at this point. Um, oh, it's giving you it's giving you unknown references because you don't have access. Yeah, to access those to yet. those. Yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, we'll have to wait until that comes up. Actually, I need to make. It's yeah, Peter Cushing. Countered. Like fog of war on a notebook. <laughs> you have not uncovered this information yet. No, you haven't. You don't know what he is curator of yet. You are not worthy. <laughs> um, so he will have a conversation with you uh, regarding your stay there, what the rules are, um, which is no running in the corridors. <laughs> um, Don't so look directly at the sun. Don't carry sharp objects. All who enter Candlekeep um, must agree to the orders of accordance. These are the rules set forth by the senior staff to prevent misconduct, violating one or more of these orders, some banishment from Candlekeep and the banished are seldom allowed to return. The rules are simple. No fighting. All arguments must follow the rules of cordial debate and discussion. Violent altercations are not tolerated. No stealing. This rule applies to all objects in the keep, not just the library's work. No copying. Visitors are permitted to take notes while studying the library's works, but anyone who wants to make a full copy of a work must pay to have the manuscript created by scribes at the House of the Binder. No damaging, marking, or otherwise modifying the work. This rule does not apply to privately owned books, scrolls, and other documents that aren't part of Candlekeep's collections. Those are the simple rules. Do you have any questions? Uh, nope. Nope. Do not. All right. While you are here, uh, you will be put up in rooms at uh, the House of Rest. It is a comfortable but relatively quiet in any revelry or more boisterous activities are encouraged to take place at the hearth, which is the local tavern. So once again, I will... I think I'm just going to show you all of the Court of Air stuff. 
So first off, I'm going to show you. Tell you what, let me just share these and then you can just. Refresh all at once. Oh, guys, if you go to the three lines at the far right and you click that and then you click the Candlekeep campaign again, it auto refreshes for you so you don't have to do it through your browser. Oh, oh that's much yeah. better. Yep. Cool. So Thank you. Yep. I was like, walking out and walking in every single time. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, I swear there was a better way of doing that, but yeah. The hamburger menu. Oh, if also at the top there's like a little book with circles. Oh, uh, I see it, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can click on that as well and it refreshes the contributions. Nice, nice. We got this. <laughs> so. Alright, so this is all of the locations for the Court of Air. Um, you will be staying at the House of Rest. There's a little sample of what it might mm. appear inside. It is comfortable, but again, relatively quiet. It's intended for quiet conversation or solo, you know, reading or whatever might be the case. Um, it's not. Oh, wait a minute. What? I don't think I'm signed into Owl Bear for some reason. And, uh... Pedagogy. I like how you put the pronunciation. Pedagogy. Yeah, I put that Pet in there because I will. E? <laughs> Pedagog. Yeah. <laughs> no, dog. Well, so peta it's like, you know, child, like, you know, like pedophile. Pedagogy yeah. is so it's like the yeah. It's Great. childhood education. <laughs> education. Great. Great work there. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, moving right along. <laughs> so there's a different um, word for education of adults. This is specifically the word for education of children. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! And rant of teacher. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Pedagogy from the ancient Greek, most commonly understood as the approach to teaching, is the theory and practice of learning and how this process influences and is influenced by the social, political, and physiological development of learning learners. According to Wikipedia. <laughs> Yeah, I had to look up that word, so I was like, how the fuck do you say that? <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's, there's, uh, there is a charge for the bath and steam house, but it's, you know, it's not that expensive. Um, Everything's relative. Yeah. Uh, now, there is... Uh, uh, he will explain yeah. several things about some of the buildings that so you won't be too surprised. Like when you go into the hearth, 
it is much bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Oh. <laughs> TM. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not exactly the TARDIS, but... <laughs> well, now it's got disabled ramps, so... <laughs> oh, I know. Um, but yes, and there are uh, shrines within to uh, Denier, Malil. Um, trying to think if there's also a shrine to Gond. Gond in there. Yeah, yeah. You put Denier. Yeah, yeah, Gond yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um. So then there is, uh, again, there's the, the Temple of Agma. The Erudite Outfitters, um, which uh, you can get clothing made there. Um, nothing terribly fancy, because generally they're, you know. Oh, my God. be coming here to buy stuff that's fancy. What is a city culture? Uh, is that like Ziri's culture? Where? In the erudite outfitters and clothiers second line. Yeah, Sarah culture is the raising and uh, harvesting, etc., of silkworms. Oh, is it? Yep. Oh, I learned something today. I researched all that. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I don't know what that is. He practices the type of uh, where they the silkworms are not boiled alive. Okay. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, he he practices the. Uh... Are there any girls in the about? Oh yeah. So they've got girls about. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 oh my god! I'll be wondering how I could fit that one in. <laughs> waiting on it. <laughs> First moment you heard it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Okay. So the Erudite Outfitters um is run by Feldmar Bissett and. And I will share him so you can just click on the little fish really quick. So that will that will fix that. The Smithy and uh the stables is run by Carol Carril Hammerbind. And da, 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 da. A a dwarf. He's kind of a cute little dwarf, actually. Um, I think who else you would run into? Oh, the Temple of Agma is run by Lorekeeper Kai Tigersteel. Uh, yes. And while he is not an avowed 
uh, he is one of the few who can come and go into the inner ward um, freely. I'm trying to think who else you might run into. Yeah, I think that's that's probably enough for right now. Uh, you will be. Uh, he explains that you'll be allowed um, at least today to settle in, and then. Uh, They'll see about taking you to one of the first books that needs to be researched. Um, you will be escorted into the Great Library by um, an avowed, and they'll stay with you. But, uh, yeah, they, they want you to investigate it in situ. In case there's a reason that where they have it, it's causing issues. Um, if you have any questions regarding any of the any of the places in the inner court in the inner ward, um, you can try and ask them. See what he says. What a ruffle feathers on the first day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that gives you something to start with. And he'll arrange for you to be escorted back out of the inner ward back out to the court of air and taken to the house of rest so that you can see your rooms in which there's an example of what the rooms might look under the house of rest there's two images if you scroll down you'll see one of the the bedrooms so it's, oh, it's home, homely yeah very homely, comfortable. Yeah, it's it's nice. What's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> <laughs> right. There isn't one. <laughs> well, that's they've lost a star already. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. What do you want to do? I want to jump up and down in the bed, but probably not a good idea. <laughs> Please don't break the beds. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we're supposed to spend the first whole day settling in. She said. Yeah, just you've like got you've okay. got today to get settled in and yeah. kind of. Maybe explore the court of air. Just kind of have a have a good look around. Where do we go for grub? Uh, that can be handled at either the House of Rest 
or the hearth. Both of those. Food is provided at, at both locations, depending on if you're wanting okay. a private meal uh, served in your room. or Oh, no. Whether you want to have a very quiet meal or whether you want to have it at the hearth. I think I'll probably go with the hearth. It's See what the denizens are up to. Yeah, it's definitely, um, I would say, the more, definitely more boisterous in that, that there's no, like, the feeling in the House of Rest is was very, like, quiet and dignified and, you know, not, uh, not terribly noisy. The hearth is very different, and it is a bit disconcerting when you first come in because it is unexpectedly large on the inside compared to what you saw on the outside. Um, but there is this large clockwork mechanism uh, in the center of the room. Yeah, I was looking at the demi-planar chambers. That's a bit kind of bizarre. Yeah, I mean, this is... Candlekeep has been around for centuries. There's there's a lot that's been done to the place over the years. So uh yeah, if you if you it would be the place you would go to if you guys wanted to have a private meeting amongst yourselves that you could arrange for uh one of the meeting rooms. But <laughs> You can definitely get drinks there. Oh, no, I'm underage. <laughs> mm, I think that's more of a modern concept than back then. Wow, really? Yeah. I, Trump I, kids. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's. I don't think it, would, it wouldn't have been... Uh, I mean... Terribly unusual for children to have, well, what we would consider children now. Yeah. I mean, once you kind of hit your teenage years, it was. I get married. Yeah, oh, you could. Boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's, let's uh, get our rooms let's together at the house that. rest and then have, have lunch at the, the hearth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's definitely, you can definitely have lunch there and drinks and kind of get the feel of the place. There I've, are... I've taken on demure shy mode. Um, you will note as you're here that you are hearing a bell tolling the hours. At the, at the top of each hour, there is a bell that you can hear coming from the inner ward, um, which is, yeah... Tolling the hours. So there is a means of telling time. Um, but, yeah, it's... You can... 
make use of the place if there's some research that you want to explore today um or just kind of relax and walk around um yeah after we find our rooms i think um and have lunch i think cooper and we'll head off to the bath and steam house yeah not a bad idea i mean Mm -hmm. it's you know you can you can get a nice massage while you're Have there. Have you seen the price? Yeah. Ten gold got, pieces for 60 minutes. That's like we got the money for it. We just five of those, that's our month's bank. salary gone. Yeah, that's true. No, he'll do he'll do the he'll do yeah, the full shebang. He'll do the bath, scrub, um, and then the sixty minute massage or sixty minute massage and then the the bath. Okay. So soak and relax his muscles and such. 60 yeah. minute massage, you're going to come out looking like a noodle man. <laughs> uh, that's the point. Uh, 60 minute ma- massage is going to be like, that's going to be like a full body massage. Get the uh, fuck off be, me. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to like just a 15 minutes, probably mainly like back. We'll do back and neck. Uh, golden or a tin golden. Uh... Silver. Not to mention, okay. probably like the sixty minute would include probably premium oils or lotions, etc. That you get to select the scent that you want. The one gold is a a quick tussle and a rub down with some lard. <laughs> God no! Bless. <laughs> oh my God. God, we don't need to know what you love. did when you were in Japan when you were young. Relatively. Anybody else going? What, what's everybody else doing? So I know what Cooper's doing for the afternoon. I'd like to go to the library and see what they've got in the way of gems and jewelry. And stuff like that. Wait. Do you want to find gems and jewelry in the library? Books about. Oh! (laughs) It's a library. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, it will be explained to you that um, what what you can do is let them know what you're looking for. Um... Are you, is just books about gems and jewelry? Yes. Are you looking for books about historical pieces? Or are you looking for books about crafting or... Crafting of. Okay. Yeah, because you'll want to be... Cuts uh, and things like that. And, okay. And types of uh, geology and where you find All right. raw gems and what they look like and da 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 they will give you um a room number um that is located within the pillars of pedagogy and uh they say to uh come in about half an hour and they'll bring books for you to look through okay the general public or seekers 
aren't allowed to just go through the library. The library is handled yeah. by the avowed. So, um, I wouldn't know where to start. So yeah, I'd have to. Yeah, I'd yeah. Have to have one. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, they'll they'll bring you some. They'll bring you uh, probably a stack of. Uh, well, uh, one at a time is enough for me. Yeah, yeah, but they'll they'll bring you half a dozen. Um, for you to. We're going to be know. here for months, so I don't want to read yep. them all on the first day. Yep. <laughs> so you can choose which one you want to look through, and yeah, you can you can spend uh, the time. What you'll notice in these rooms is, uh, they are covered. The rooms are covered by a silence spell. So you can do your research in the very quiet. I shall disturbed. sing myself a little song in that case. <laughs> and not be, be quiet. quiet. <laughs> um, so that's the two of them. What's everyone else doing? Um, I would have joined them in heading over to the pillars of pedagogy um, and asked about uh, books about uh, magical tattoos. They are made. Okay. All right. Um, They will bring just two books. um, That they have within the library. And... uh, Reading... Reading those books... You get the impression that, similar to how certain spells can be specific to a spellcaster that they create, tattoos work very similarly in that uh, there are some that are more universal and known by various tattooists with the skill, but... There are others that are specific to a particular tattooist, and they can be quite protective of that knowledge because obviously, uh, yeah, the way they can make their money, uh, depending <laughs> on what someone's wanting. Um, but yeah, if, uh, You'll have to let me know what exactly you're trying to determine. Um, and it, so initially, like general curiosity, because the whole Mister Thirteen thing was the first time she's come across these uh, right tattoos. Um, maybe information in there about like what are those like general knowledge ones that are like common. Yep. <laughs> so the general knowledge ones that you would find would be the ones that you can find within um, D&D Beyond as okay. canon tattoos. Um, the ones that Prisoner 13 had are not part of that list. Yeah. Do they mention examples of like interesting, unique ones? Um, you don't have to come up with them off the top of your head if you don't want to. <laughs> I would say I would say that there's mention of um like I said about certain tattooists 
specializing in particular types of tattoos that are not widely known. Mm-hmm. Some might involve the augmentation of some natural abilities. And that's what we're talking about, like getting a plus one or plus two to a particular score. Um, but they are quite expensive. Um, and there's some that might mimic or offer similar effects as certain spells. But again, it's they're not generally known. You'd mm-hmm. have to research particular tattooists. And I'd say one of the books probably lists a few um, uh, within the Sword Coast and uh, South Sword M. But a very few. Yeah. Okay. That's how I that for now. Um, what about Sally and Iris? Well, Sally isn't much interested in books. <laughs> um, <laughs> I Sally wrote the would, book. <laughs> Sally would probably go like searching around to find a place here you can stock up on drink stock up on what drink okay liqueur um well you can get liquor at the hearth yeah are you wanting Um, to buy bottles yes hmm got that in with you Uh, how many bottles are you looking to buy, and what are you looking to buy bottles of? Um, the local hard liquor, and just a couple for now. Really, she just wanted to make sure she could talk someone into selling her bottles. Yeah, if you're just looking for a couple, yeah, I would say if you were looking for more it's gonna raise my eyebrows it's right. like what are, what, are, what are you doing what are you setting up <laughs> you setting <laughs> up some like private little bar <laughs> somewhere no no i'm an yes. alcoholic don't judge <laughs> <laughs> yes happy hour in sally's quarters <laughs> but yeah if you're just looking for a couple bottles that you know particularly if it's you know that you want it for your personal consumption at your rooms at the house of rest, then yeah, it, that's not a problem. Uh, so what you're going to spend the afternoon drinking in your room. Yeah. And also uh, with a piece of scratch paper, desperately trying to come up with a group name that she likes better <laughs> that she can just wow people with. And it's going to just be just just crumpled scratch paper everywhere, and nothing will be good. 
they'll all be bad. Like, and there'll be like handwritten <laughs> notes, like, no, this is too dirty. Uh, you should have come <laughs> up with this two drinks ago. What the hell is wrong with you? Things like that. Okay, so you're spending the afternoon drinking in your room and coming up with names for the group. Right. Okay. What's Iris doing? Or Ira? I, Ira would be originally following Sally in, watching them procure drinks, and then is going to uh, sit up shop somewhere at a table after asking, can I play? With their- uh, Of course. Gonna sit up at a table and start uh, playing some music and uh, watching the crowd and trying to glean information from people who come in and out. Okay. Um. Let's see. What might you glean? Are you attempting to busk? While you're in here, are you trying to make a little bit of coin or are you just oh, yeah. kind of playing? Okay. Free money? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I just spent a thousand gold on armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you did get it at half price, so. Yeah, but um, that was most of the amount of money luck you'd had. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see then. Uh, I thought we had a thing for busking, didn't we? Yeah. Or is it Delta? Or, let me see. I have it in downtime traveling, busking. Was it in the Alexandria campaign? It should be, but I'll send, I'm going to DM it to you. I think I'm, I'm getting there. Definitely. That's the one that I have. I don't know if you made ah, any yep, change. I got it. Yep. yep. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So. For the afternoon, I would like you to roll a performance. Check. 18. Pardon? 18. 18. Uh, well, I would consider this like a village. This is not a city. Um, so you would get 18 copper. All right. Not trying for uh, anything fancy, more just uh, hey, free money, and I get to sit here and play and passively listen to people. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> okay. Um... As far as what you glean from some of the people, uh, some of the people that are here are not dressed as avowed. Um, you take it that these are uh, other seekers that are there for research. 
Um, they appear to be like some of them aren't there together, but they kind of, you know, meet up at the bar and they start chatting and talking about stuff that they're researching and how long they're planning on staying. Because there is a maximum of 10 days that they stay um, once they've made it in. Where they might be from, um, several different areas. There's some that are from as close as Waterdeep or Baldur's Gate. Uh, some from further afield. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, it's, I'd say nothing that really twigs is concerning, if that's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Or if you're just trying to get kind of the general feel of the place. I'm not sure what you're what you're trying to determine. We'll put it that way. Looking for any kind of information that will help with whatever the heck they're doing right now. Iris very being nonchalant and see if anything's fun's happening. Right. Um, you're not hearing anything discussed about odd tomes or anything like that. But um, a lot of the people in here right now are not avowed. Like, these are people mm-hmm. that are staying here to do research. Um, you, I would say you can kind of figure out based on the people that you're seeing in there, since you're not seeing a lot of vowed, that the avowed probably have their own places to relax and have their meals and etc. with somewhere within the inner world or maybe even within exaltation, the, the castle. Mm-hmm. That this area here, for the most part, Seems to be for visitors. So you're not going to hear talk about probably what you've been sent here to do. But uh, you've eliminated, yeah, some. Potential information. Made a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that anybody else wants to do on this first settle-in day? Um, could he, after the bath, could he also visit the pillars? Yes. Uh, what do you want to re- What do you want to re- Say bargains and how to break them. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. if there's any records of people who have done it in the past. Okay. Um, how do I get my ass out of the fire? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, they will bring books about, I would say, uh, some are diaries of people who have made packs 
um, oh. and how either they completed or got out of it or um, some of them they may have succeeded at a trick to get out of it if they're quite clever um the death of the green hag or night hag or whatever type it Number might be hag. will also uh remove <laughs> obviously the um deal or contract um but yes, it's it can be quite difficult because those deals are magically mm -hmm. imprinted, shall we say. So it's not just a matter of tearing up a contract. Yep. Can he make an additional request for if there are people would he word this who are who have hag influences similar to his so he would say people who are hexed cursed in some way by hags and if breaking that bargain changes them back to who they were before oh boy that's real specific yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like how do yeah, I word this <laughs> that's real specific uh, to see if they might have a book roll me a straight up d20 alright straight up d20 let's go dude that's a four okay yeah yeah you're told it might take it might take a while to see if they can find something along those lines a bit more specific. Um, you put that request in? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can definitely put the request in and them knowing it's it's got the avowed know who you guys are now and that right. you're going to be there for a while. Um, so you're told You'll be informed should something be uh, dug up mm -hmm. that might answer that question. Um, and uh, can you give details on what exactly you mean by changed back? Oh, I have to recount this again. Okay. Um... I don't know how much trouble this is going to get me into, but might as well. I haven't always looked like this. I was human once. No, I'm not. Right. And I made a bad deal. I understand it was a bad deal. I get it now. It's all here. I'm changed. But I think the deal is still, you know, he kind of clasps fingers together. Was it a, uh, was it a sudden change or a change? change over time um it was a change over time uh between you and me the change happened 
after the 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 fact i was i think with each time i was doing something i was breaking more and it was shifting more by form and then when i left that was kind of how i look now like this are you certain that the change is due to the deal you made uh I assume so. I... Ah, there's that word, assume. I guess. You know what else it would mean? I mean, I could do this, and he pulls one of his canine teeth out. Doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, like, the guy jerks. <laughs> like, oh, oh. Okay. Maybe this could help. Can it, Maybe you could narrow the search down people who can, like, pull out their teeth and he takes a bit of hair and he twists and pops it out or pulls hair out I won't do the other thing, the nail freaks me out but I can also remove a nail, maybe that can that All can right. help I will, I will pass that on and uh, it might help narrow down some of that um, how long did it audio. take for your form to change? Do you have an idea of the time frame? Uh, or where you were? I was in her domain. And that was located? I assume it was the Feywild, but I'm not sure. Oh. Okay. I was in charge of maintaining her place and the denizens within. And as I freed each denizen, I... Part of me changed. Hmm. That sounds right. interesting. I will pass that on as well. And did you experience any time dilation when you left? Uh, what year is it? It is 1495. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Do you remember what year it was when you made the deal? You said 14? Yes. 95? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, goodness. Uh, put it right at about 90 years. Ha. Huh. So, 1405? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you just discovering this? Yeah, I didn't think to ask prior to this. Anywhere else. Uh, oh, that's right. 90 years. Okay. I'm 90 well, years old. Well, time can flow differently. Particularly okay. coming from the Feywild. So... What was... Oh. Tell you what, I'll, I'll get you a book on that as well. I'm gonna need another massage. Possibly work. Okay. You had that massage. (laughs) Yeah. There's a level of it where the massage definitely the oils have helped relax him, but there's a tension that is built back up on his shoulders from this. (laughs) Yeah, he never asked anywhere what fucking time and year it was. Never thought to glean that information until now. Um, out of curiosity, do you have any? Uh, do you have a concept of how much time passed when you're actually there? 
I mean, it felt from, like from your reaction, it didn't feel like 90 years. Uh, no, it felt like honestly, like no more than a year, right? But then okay. uh, I was <sighs> okay, I think that's enough learning for now. All right, <laughs> kind of pats you on the arm a little bit. Don't worry, we'll uh. We'll see what we can find uh, information okay. for you. I can definitely get you information, uh, particularly from the Feywild, the time dilation. Um, particularly when it comes to dealing with certain entities. Uh, All right. It's a little... Hmm. Unpredictable how that can affect individuals uh, returning to the material plane from the Feywild. It only seems to work in that direction. Doesn't seem to cause a problem from the material plane to the Feywild coming from Feywild back to the plane. That you can run into some. Time shifts. But uh, yes, it is uh, 1495. You might be interested in some uh, history books that detail what's been going on in Faerun of the last 90 years. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, we call it fourth edition. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, we, <laughs> maybe we stick to a smaller yeah, area. Okay. But no. All right. I'm going to go. Thank you for your help. Not a problem. Um, I did remember mm. just now that there is a, a unique individual um, that you can find in the hearth um, that is uh, unusual. And that is. Old Grandma Hug. <laughs> yeah. An ogre that is um, located, uh, it sits along one of the benches. Um, but of course, the, the bench is like them sitting on the bench, it's like the width of a chair for them. Amazing. Um, I would say that uh, Ira would be the one to learn the most about this individual. Uh, he's called Little One. And I am making him visible. Uh, he's been at Candle Keep for quite some time. He's an unusual guest of Candlekeep. Um, he came uh, hoping to learn as much as he could, uh, but he's a quite a popular feature. Uh, so, and yes, the avowed kind of have adopted him, per se. And he's um, 
Ira looking at the book that he's reading. He's currently reading Storm King's Thunder by Scryer's Fink. This book follows the exploits of a band of adventurers searching for a storm giant king named Hecaton, whose sudden disappearance caused great upheaval up and down the Sword Coast a few years ago. Which some of you will recognize. <laughs> Um, yep. And, yeah, he, yeah, he, he does a lot of, of reading. Um, and, yes, he does wear a headband. He has a headband. He's a headband of intellect. I love that. Making him much smarter than the average ogre. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's yeah one of the more um, unusuals that you can find. The unusual, usual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yes, and anybody doing anything else, doing anything special in the evening, or just relaxing and preparing for the following day? Rupert is going to drown himself in alcohol. <laughs> Great, you guys are going to be hangover tomorrow. <laughs> no, he has a he has a spell. Oh yeah, he, will, <laughs> he can use so yep. yeah, he can get rid They'll of hangover. Get grossly drunk, just completely inebriated, and before bed he'll hiccup in lesser restoration himself. But he will he will spend you gonna, you gonna, another like ten gold or so on drinks. Is the whole group meeting up? Oh. Sure. Who else is coming to the hearth? Uh, I'll probably go there for the evening meal, so yeah, mm -hmm. I would. Okay. So, um, Sally, are you there as well? Ira? Yeah, I think Sally's going to be there. Definitely to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll have an early night. Because <laughs> I'm um... a good girl. Yeah, I Cupern is uh getting drunk. Yeah. Seems to be purposely. So I don't know if anyone's interested or notices or makes comment or I don't know if Cupern decides to tell the group that what he's discovered or what. Subtly racing him. Racing? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. <laughs> yeah, he'll keep pace, but yeah, he he hasn't. He won't mention anything yet. Um, How about the group name of the Self Destructors? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this sounds about right. I don't think that's client friendly. <laughs> Doesn't exactly invoke a lot of trust. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to um, lesser restoration, Sally, as well? 
Sally, want to be lacerated? Probably break No, off. Sally indulges <laughs> in every hangover. Right. Yeah, no, he'll... I put a lot of effort into that. Yeah, he he'll... can't take it away from me. Do as much as he can so that he can cast successfully and boom. Make, uh, make an inebriation check, <laughs> please. <laughs> Luckily, that doesn't restrict. How about you? Is it got? Is me... it got a, a verbal component? Uh, sure, <laughs> it does. Oh fuck! <laughs> Come here. Okay, so, in the morning. I'm uh-huh. trying to remember where we had the getting. I believe you can have, you can have a number of drinks up to your constitution bonus. And then you have to start making rolls. Where did sense. I? Where did I have that? I think it was in that festival book that I had. Yeah, I think that was the festival book you had. Um. Yep. Okay, I think it's this book. Let's see. Cause I'm pretty sure it had rules for this. I think it was in the carnival games. This one of them is was a drinking game. Because I'm definitely gonna make you. You might not be. You might not be able to cast it tonight, depending on <laughs> if you pass out. <laughs> We're gonna have to find out. Page so I can see better. There we go. <laughs> Competition. Wait till you learn the contingency. Drinking spell. contest. Here you go. <laughs> You're considered medium. So, um, Constitution score modifier 1.5. So, every time you consume a drink, it will add to their alcohol content depending on how I want to say past the threshold of their alcohol tolerance. They'll need to make a constitution say for every drink they take. He begins at 10 and raises by the score of each drink they consume. In this contest, the last competitor to pass out is the winner. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, you'll need to calculate each entrance. So, um, what is your modifier for constitution? A plus two. Okay, so you'd be three. So you can have three drinks and then you have to start making roll. So. Uh, One tequila, two tequila, three tequila, floor. Four, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that your basic beer, it's, it's a alcohol rating of three. Mm-hmm. So you can have three, and on the fourth drink, you're going to have to start making constitutions. So the first one after that, it'll be a DC 13 you have to make on drink four. And Sally's racing Cooper in? Uh, subtly. I mean, she didn't just go out and challenge him or anything. Oh, right, right, right. But, but it's, every it's time a... he. Every time he drinks, she's having a drink too. Okay, okay. so what is your yeah. 
What is your constitution score? Sally's constitution bonus is plus one. Okay. So. uh, Don't monk them until you get like disease and poison or some shit. Okay. I'll round it up so that it's two. You can have two drinks and then you have to start making. So. You need to make me. A constitution save. DC 13 for drink three. That is exactly 16. Nice. Okay, you're good. Okay. So, drink four is when it comes into effect for... For both of us again, okay. For both of you. So, but for, for you, it's a 13. For Sally, it's going to be... A sixteen. Oof. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, let's see. Oh, fuck off. Alright, that's a four. <laughs> that's a twelve. <laughs> okay. Uh, yep. If at any point you fail, you pass out. So, Sally passes out at drink Four. Four. Uh-huh. And yep. so does Kuprin. They both pass out. Lightweight. Four. What? <laughs> Let's see. That's the wonderful well, thing. That would be I've... me in real life, to be honest. I set Sally up as this drunk, but she's not physically capable of holding her liquor. She just drinks. <laughs> also, I she's... imagine this isn't like a steady. If you're sipping drinking, four drinks back to back like that. Yeah. I've. I would be ready to go home. <laughs> Cooper just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the bigger Zeri you are, use, so like. Uh, <laughs> Zero will use the floating desk to carry Cooper home. <laughs> Get him to this room. Who's carrying Sally? <laughs> Nobody needs to carry Sally. Sally will eventually find her way home. She passes out drunk all the time and somehow always ends up at home in bed. <laughs> uh, obviously, if uh, we're your lucky, Iris is staying with Sally if no one's carrying her. I don't think anyone yeah, can I'm, carry her. Yeah. I'm not sure any of you can actually lift and carry. (laughs) Are you going to hold her hand back when she's thrown up? Onto the the disc, both of them can be. Uh, I mean, mean, Lakeed has probably done the holding of the hair back, but that's, (laughs) like, at this point, normal. So, (laughs) sitting beside, uh, still strumming lightly on the instrument. (laughs) Uh, is anybody else partaking in um, alcoholic anybody else drinking no we've got work in the morning absolutely (laughs) not (laughs) (laughs) okay wow yeah this is this is yeah I went up to the bar we're making a great first impression guys Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, luckily it's mostly like uh, seekers, people that are here to do research. 
rather than uh, the avowed. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs> um, so Ziri's gonna make sure that Cooperin is makes it to his room. Are you gonna try and wake Cooperin up? Um. How much experience, like, okay, so she she visits your bar a lot, Cooperin, mm -hmm. but, like, to hang out and stuff, but how much experience does she have with you actually being the one who's drinking and being drunk? She never drinks or gets drunk like that. So that's a red flag. Yeah. Yeah, she... she a light attempt... Perhaps, um, but she would make sure that he's laying on his side and will post her familiar next to him just in case anything bad happens. So that Make me another con save, Cooper, and see if the, if she's able to wake you up. Again, the, the DC's 13. 16. Okay. 16. Okay. Yeah, you you it you managed to blurrily wake up. Probably, another... Probably as she was trying to roll you into the bed. Oh, <laughs> wait, where am I? Dawes, uh, why am I in your room? Your room. Oh, this is yours. <laughs> I know they they all look the same. It's hard to tell, but yeah, here this is yours. And your familiars here too. They they are. How'd I get yeah, here? Like. Rubs up on you. <laughs> uh, oh, allergic! I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anaphylactic uh, shock. I, I, I brought you here using magic because I'm definitely not strong enough to carry you up the stairs and such by myself. Oh. You're, uh... Did she beat me? No. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, you, you passed second. out at almost exactly the same time. You could have said I did it a little after her. <laughs> I think she is much first, too honest. But, you know, <laughs> like it, it's hard to tell because you know when you have large groups, you're like you're almost on the table anyway, so it's kind of hard to tell. Anyways, <laughs> sure. What did you just say? Are you okay? Uh, I'm yeah, drunk I'm right now. Uh, your your cleric could do a uh, fix that. Oh, thank you for reminding me. And he speaks the incantation and casts lesser restoration on himself. Ooh. Yeah, immediately it. Ooh. Yeah. Oh shit. However, your liver is still fucked. Yeah. Cure uh, wounds. <laughs> Yeah, Zuri uh, uh, does presentation to kind of get rid of the uh, alcohol breath. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. Everything's fine. Sort of. Yeah. You ever learn something like that alters your whole perceptive of how your current state of being is? Not about me personally, but entire about my entire must, race. See, that must have been a great drink. <laughs> All right, your entire race like is 
with um, you don't I, have to explain i it's personal things i understand I, I i should research that i don't know how well known it is never seen anyone who looks like you stars you and your small little group yes well we we became much smaller Uh, well, thank you for getting me to my room. I appreciate that. Yeah. You want to talk about what you learned? Uh, how do I tell you this? Uh, so, uh, there's the 90 year gap. Between last time I was here, before this, and then now. So there's a lot of missing history. Uh, It's family that I don't even know about. Or if they're alive still. Are you close to any of them? More. I'm sorry. Were, were, you, were you close to any family? Uh, for the first 20 years, I was. Uh, the last year or so, I. All kind of changed. My responsibility, of course, but. Uh, I never expected to not have the chance to. It doesn't matter now. That doesn't matter. Can't be fixed. Can't be... Don't have a means of going back in time, do you? Uh, no. But, you know, there's... There's ways of... Recovering knowledge or being able to... Messages, such depending. When it's dead, though, it's a mute point. I feel like there's unsaid things or unfinished business. Or you think my family's a ghost? Uh, anyway, I do coming back would be hard. I ignored a lot of the facts when we were back in Waterdeep originally. I could have known then, but I think I willingly chose not to. To be told, it's a lot different than having a suspicion. So, I'll be okay. Uh, I'll be fine. Read up on history, I guess. So, you know, just, um, just treat yourself gently, you know, and kind of sit with it 
for a while. Um, no. Don't don't drink yourself out of thinking about it. Uh, a normal course of action. Yeah. Doesn't help too much. I don't think I would have gotten too far, but then Sally started to join in, and you know, when Sally joins in on things, it just becomes the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, stars, thank you again. Uh, do you need me to walk you to your room? I think you're right across the hall, actually. Yeah, no. Get some, get some sleep. And yeah, if you want to talk about things, you've had a little more time to probably. I'm always here for you. Thank you. Same thing for you if you want to talk about all the stuff. It happened with you and your whole race. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Do we have more similarities than we thought? Right. Yeah. I have a question for you. Just, you know, as you leave, penny for your thoughts moment. If I were a human, if I looked like this, and he shifts the disguise self, but you see the visage looks just like Kubrid. If I looked like this, would I be any less more interesting? Wait, like nothing literally changed at all? Yeah, he attempted to disguise himself as his human form, mm. but it didn't stick. His disguise self as his hex magic, which is tied strictly to his whole situation. So I'm playing it like he can't... Yeah. <laughs> There's a... There's a misconnect there. This is who he is now, essentially, is the way that I'm playing it. Yeah. There, there is no more prior. Cooper looks at you carefully and I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, you're, the, the bags under your eyes kind of disappeared a little bit from, you know, from the night. I mean, you look, you look the same. Really. That's what I was worried for. I'm not supposed to look the same. I had a whole different... This was supposed to be different. I was supposed to show you someone different, who I was. And what she looked like, I wanted to show you that, but obviously that wasn't working. It's so frustrating. I haven't thought about it in, since I left. Now I'm thinking about it, and now it's frustrating me, but... Anyway. I'll, I'll focus on the job. I'll be fine. I'll research, I'll read books, I'll learn history, whatever the hell it takes. I'll do it. But I'm going to fix this. I think. I have your back. I'm sure the gold vault does as well. I'll figure it out. He gets up. Get up and... Gives you a hug. No, oh. come back for oh, a hug. Okay. <laughs> and then he walks you to the door and leaves. Yeah. All right. Such a gentleman. He falls on his bed, takes the pillow, and yells a quiet, hushed yell into the pillow before passing out. Oh. All right. 
Anybody need to do anything else? I mean, I would imagine that Ira has experience with uh, getting Sally to bed. Yeah. <laughs> like getting Sally woken up enough that you can stumble her. Uh, it's weird. It's you, like to it's her part room. of those trained monk reflexes. She like walks all the way to the bed with like perfect grace and sway of the hips, but she's completely unconscious the entire time. No, it's more like we turn into Ira and let Sally just flop all over top of him and walk. <laughs> Typically. But of course, in Sally's mind, it's yeah, always. Yeah. Always. Always manages to uh, the perfect seductress. <laughs> yep. That's why it's always Ira we do this with. It's like, okay, wait, look, go to the bathroom, come back as Ira, get Sally, go. <laughs> All right. Well, the following morning, uh, for those that probably are awoken because it's not something you're used to hearing all the time, but you may have noticed that there were no bells after midnight, but they start back up again at 6 a.m. So the bells start tolling hours again, starting at 6. Some of you will probably sleep in. Uh, some of you may be up. <laughs> um, but I would say once once no breakfast is had and you've uh, you've prepared spells for the day for those that need to prepare, um, you will then be met by an avowed who uh, shows up and uh, see if I can get their name. Um, you're approached by Loris Niss. Uh, what was that? Laura Smith? <laughs> no. Loris Niss. I said Laura Smith. <laughs> um, they explain that uh, they are to take you to uh, a library uh, within the Great Library and show you a uh, book that they feel might be involved in the disappearance of one of the avowed by the name of Falthrax. A dwarf, Ankylite, who's been missing for two days now. Um, but there's a particular book that he was quite interested in. So... They're wanting to see if it's by any chance uh, anything to do with their disappearance. 
It wasn't the hags and how to kill them, was it? <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> um. So yes, uh, you are taking taken to uh, the. Uh, you're taken through the Emerald Door. Um, you're in the company of Loris, who has um, a missive on them, which allows you to pass through the Emerald Door with them. Um, taking you to a, uh, a library room that is chock full of uh, shelves and books. Um, they show you um, a, a book on a shelf. Uh, it is lying on its back. It's not standing up on end, uh, but it's lying on its back on the on the shelf. It's bound in soft green leather. It's about eight inches wide and about fourteen inches tall. It's set with gold clasp, and all of you catch the slight scent of lily. Near the book. Set into its cover is a polished oval mirror with a delicate gold frame, which is the gold frame is styled almost like locks of hair, which appear to spill down around the face of potentially anyone, maybe that. Um, as far as information, Loris, uh, was friends with Fothrax and, uh, explains that Fothrax is actually a dear friend and had been troubled lately by depression. Talked of feeling as though his life was passing him by. But... Mm. His mood had improved in the last 10 days after he discovered this particular book. And it's called The Price of Beauty. Okay. Um, Fothrax was a worshipper of uh, Sune, uh, the god of beauty. And he talked of how the book spoke to him and how its advice on meditation and self-worth was helping him. The last time Laura saw Falth, he seemed to be in a sad mood and said that he was going to But Falthrax didn't return to his quarters at night and hasn't been seen since. So they're not sure if the book is the culprit or not. But knowing that your group was arriving, it was decided to allow you to investigate. Can I can I see it? Of course. And he steps back and and motions for you to pick it up should you wish. Uh. 
Yeah, he'll uh, approach it and pick up the book. Give it a quick, you know, turnover in his hands. So you're looking at the back of the book? Yeah, like a going back, spine, then front. Okay. Um. Look at. Are you looking at yourself in the mirror? Yeah, I mean, if it's there, is it reflective or is it like a is it like a fake sheen? Uh, it is reflective. However, as you look at it, your image is replaced by an image of a beautiful woman. Um. And she speaks in a soft voice, saying, Well met, dearest one. How do you feel today? Um, Loris appears startled. Hello, right? That's good. Are you needing any advice on grooming or self-confidence? No. Well then, I wish you well. And she disappears. Wait, wait, wait. Hello? Angle the fuck again at his face. Hello? Did y'all hear that? Ghosted me. Dearest one, how do you feel today? Bad? Well, do you need advice on grooming and self-confidence? Or is something else bothering you? He looks at the others, shrugs. Um, something else is bothering me. Well, if rest, relaxation, or transformation is what you need, then follow the lilies, dearest one. I'm sure silvery will see to your needs. The mirror then glows softly. And then a five-foot-wide, seven-foot-high portal appears in the nearest unoccupied space. Oh! Give a spell for this. <laughs> Fly a bullet! <laughs> there you go. Spell magic. Because she's got new magic. <laughs> Laura steps back and... Oh, dear. I wonder... I wonder if Falthrax went through this portal. I wonder where it I... goes. Who's who's Silvery? <laughs> Sil Silvery Sylvia. What did they say? Silvery. Oh. Sil S Y L V A R I E. Silvary. Oh. Like look. Sylvan, but definitely the spelling it like silverware. <laughs> like silvery. Okay. By the light. 
Da, 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 da. Who who is Silvery again? Who is this? Um, uh, I'm not certain. Um, is the book still there? Or is the book gone? Yeah, the book's still there. Oh, does anybody uh, recognize the name or the language? Uh, the language was in common. Yeah, but well, I don't know. the spoken language. What what you heard spoken was in common. Um, do you recognize the woman in the mirror? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Would is she recognizable? Make, make me make me a religion check if you're from Faerun. Okay. Mm. Ethnically. Oh, not great. Hold on, let me oh. do my... Yeah! Lucky number nine. Nice. Okay, so you got nine. What did what did Coupon uh, get? Twelve. Okay. What did Ira, Ira get? Ira? Hang on. Five. Okay. I would say with the 12, you're, you suspect that this is an image of, uh, or at least what someone believes, uh, Sune to look like. Are you checking out the book itself? Yeah, I'm gonna look to see if there's like books have any reference authoring page, to... like you know, like those. Yeah, yeah like uh, on the last annotation. page, there's an inscription by the author, "Silvery Silver Song," which reads, "A mirror is a gateway to happiness, truth, and to accepting ourselves." Um, uh. The portal is still open. Zuri immediately starts casting Analyze Portal, which takes 10 minutes because it's a ritual spell. How long does it take? 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Yep. You all waiting? I mean, if it looks... So if she, if Siri, Sally's not going through the portal. <laughs> yeah, basically Zuri's like, I have a spell for this! Whips out her spell books. Pages over and starts like casting <laughs> ritual. <laughs> Sorted. Can you get us the next book? Um, the portal disappears after five minutes. No, oh, of course it fucking oh. does. Yeah, that's what it says. <laughs> it's active for five minutes and then it vanishes. And series oh, whispers. <laughs> She's continuing to cast ritual. <laughs> okay. Here. Sally, you try it. You might want to unritualize that and oh, cast it. Sure. Be very Creepy. negative. I think that's how what this works. Creepy mirror lady. <laughs> <laughs> Not abusive. Can um, you hear me? The book is silent. Oh, Tap the mirror. Oh, maybe slightly. it only works on men. Looks around. Oh, that's gross. Oh. That's you, kiddo. Is Loris a male or female? 
Uh, Loris is male, but yeah. Loris, can you give it a try? Um, okay. It might be once a day. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, looks at the mirror and just sees himself. Nothing happens. All right. Okay. So maybe it is reserved to opening once, once once a day. Ziri, is your magic that you're doing now that is going to be useless because of we can't do it again? Our stars, sorry. Does that? Can you do that quickly, or is it always going to be? <laughs> uh, I didn't have it prepared for okay. today. Oh, do you have your your eyes? He blinks her eyes. Well, you know when you <laughs> Don't can leave see home without them. <laughs> when you can see magic. Uh, the detect magic spell. Um, sure, I have it as a ritual. Do you yes. want to do that one instead, and we can see if the book itself is. Sure. I'm pretty sure the book is magic. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just need to confirm, uh, so right? We can. We can see the aura sure uh, yeah go ahead Confirm. you will start virtually casting reveal magic oh i don't um 10 minutes later uh the hidden aura of all magical spells and items visible will be visible to everybody in the room rather than just oh. me oh interesting Ooh, pretty um, light. do you get to select who that affects actually i was just like Pausing in my brain was like, wait, who is that? Actually, it is visible to all. <laughs> okay, so, so Loris. <laughs> it's like, holy cow, what is that? Magic. Just kind of looking around, looking at, looking at, looking at <laughs> all of like you, because all of you have stuff. Yeah, there's like auras around, all kinds of stuff. It's like, what the, what the hell? Don't mind us. Disco time. <laughs> what does the book look like? <laughs> um, I'm looking that up really quick. It has the aura of conjuration. Is that normal for? Like, you would know that that is typical for teleport, <laughs> um, teleportation magic. Yeah. Okay. That's that's all in the conjuration family. Okay, and just the one aura. There's no not a mix of anything else visible. It's the pulling shit out of your ass. Um, I would say the yeah, uh, that's the strongest one. Um, yeah. Otherwise, probably only check something. Is there? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't suppose there's like a table of contents or anything like that in the book, is there? There's probably some uh, illusion magic that you're picking up on the mirror itself. Okay. Which yeah, she'll drop the, the bit that does the telecast. Yeah. Spells like magic mouth are 
illusion based. Mm-hmm. Shit, uh, what's not really there? He's going to hand the book back to Loris. Uh, I'm going to take a look through it. Oh, I can. Okay. I can also cast identify with another ten minutes. See if I can. What else I can pick up out of there? Okay. She'll start cutting that as other people are looking it over and stuff. <laughs> Fucking pages coming to it. Yeah, I'm going to look. Cooper's going to read over uh, Priya's shoulder, just kind of look at the images. Um, pages. Sorry. I'm seeing if there's any reference to Silvari. Um. The book is filled with beautiful illustrations of woodland scenes, art, oh. and jewelry. Delicate handwriting <gasps> accompanies the illustrations in the form of short prayers and meditations dedicated to seeking uh, self-worth, techniques for massage and healing, and recipes for creating balms and cosmetics. Okay, but no the last page to is the inscription by the author. Silvery Silver Song. Okay. Do we have um do we have a temple to Saluni? Not yeah. here, no. no. She is not uh one that is worshipped here at Candlekeep. Can we go to the main library and ask for uh reference to Silvari? Uh, input a, a request to see if there's anybody that has historically got any knowledge of a Silvari that's connected to Siluni. Um, We're in the biggest library in Faerun. They must fucking yeah. know something. Yeah. Um... I type in the search bar. <laughs> Um, what comes back is this is the only book that they have in the library that is written by her. Um, no, not Silvery. Silvari, the one that was mentioned. Not the author. Silvari is, is the, the author. author. Okay. Sune is the goddess. Yeah, I thought you said it was... Uh, I thought you said it differently. Okay. Mm-mm. So it's not a... Theological or historical character, then, other than the author of this book. Yeah. Okay, well, strike one. Well, I can't really do much with it now. <laughs> I guess come back same time tomorrow and see what uh, transpires and. Uh, are we going through? Well, I'm not going through. Well, if we need to rescue this individual. We push Loris through. Because <laughs> that's what a true neutral would do. <laughs> yeah, that's too dangerous for me. You go, go have a go. I mean, with the words and the illustrations... Do you think where that leads could be that bad? Well, I don't know. It seems to be that uh, this Valtharax has disappeared. 
Right. And if you go through a portal, that's kind of what you do. Subjectively. Yes. So, yeah, that's probably where he went, but... Um, hmm. But do you think... I mean, this book seems to be dedicated to... That's... <laughs> to the goddess of... Beauty or whatever? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Would, would you... Uh, if you were going mean, to make a trap, would you sugarcoat it, or...? That's valid. Uh, well, I don't know. I have a spell. Uh, I can prepare a spell tomorrow uh, that can provide us some insight. Um, mm, sorry. Carry on. No, oh, that's, that's, that's all I was going to say. Oh. I can provide us some guidance, potentially, on what to do. Can Ziri, I ask, Ziri? It's not a ritual, is it? Yeah, but can, you have to, spells, you get... have to prepare them to do the ritual. Oh. If yeah. we get teleported, can we use your ring to teleport us back to Candlekeep teleporting? So the, the ring is limited to just uh, within the same plane. So I can take us to Waterdeep, but, uh, I couldn't take us back to another plane. You can, you can so, bring like them Like from back here, to I can go to Water... Yeah, like I... I what he's asking is if you take the portal do you have the means of getting the group back to Candlekeep right yeah no I understand what he's saying I just missed a couple words of what you said and thought you were saying something totally different okay depends so, if yeah. we, uh, we so if go. this is a planar thing then we're kind of screwed if it's you know teleporting you to their main temple in another city then we're fine but that's probably not. It's a risk. It's a gamble. Could be like a. No, I wouldn't know. It's a demi plane. Don't know. I'm a rogue. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> we'll just have to wait till tomorrow, I think. Okay. That's the plan of action of. All right. Uh, yeah, Loris, why don't you get an opinion from your instructors or the highest readers or whatever they're referred to as. I forget. The great readers. Yeah. Maybe see if they can provide insight on what they would like to have done now that we've okay. covered this. Yeah, I... there's a plausible uh, explanation as to this fellow's disappearance then quite possibly if they went through I wonder if they have the means of getting back hmm. would be nice I assume since he's not come back that the answer would be no to that one or, or didn't that's want on the other side is so or didn't want yeah. to yeah Especially if they've been feeling depressed, if something severs on the other side is wonderful, then I just made that decision. It's a bit disconcerting to have a book which provides a portal like this. I'm not certain, but... 
I would think that they would want to know that where this goes is a safe place. You keep records on who has, you know, looked at books in the past and such before. Oh, yeah. Who who brought it well, in then? What, is the secret yeah, all those informations. I mean, we can we can try and find that out uh, as to who who brought it. Um, they mysteriously vanished. But that will take a little bit of research. I mean, we do have we do have records. Um, but they're not always as complete as we would like. You can imagine trying to keep track of all this stuff when you don't have, uh, like, Wikipedia. <laughs> have you considered the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> yeah. They could definitely use it. Proper index cards. So, the great wizard wiki, Wikipedia. Um, I think the great reader who might know the most about this uh, might be Eli Ivan Moore. Uh, she's the curator of this particular library. Her expertise is divinity, so... That would help. Literally. I can... Yes. I'll see what I can find out. Um, and I'll... I'll put forward the uh, the request. Um, well, I think we're on hiatus until this thing can uh, spark up again. So, yes, well, that's we can um, spend our time researching in the meantime. Let's go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I would meanwhile, feel if one of us understood um, more about this deity in depth. And I would like to research uh, portals as much as I can to be better prepared for whatever whatever we're facing here. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I mean, does this kind of indicate that there's any intelligence to this book? It seemed to be It's like a stock phrase that it has dear one and all that malarkey. It didn't say, oh, welcome back. Nice to see right. you again. <laughs> it, it, it just repeated. Thing. Yeah, yeah it, it looked like a, a stored speech. So I, I don't think there's any intelligence behind it, but... Uh, uh, I don't well, know a, what a happens on understanding the, of the, the other side. Yeah, uh, well, general understanding of the person's 
or what the person says they are because I don't feel that way really yeah so I think it's whatever you tell the book it may trigger so we'll try it again tomorrow we'll I'll look into uh, Sune some more as far as you can do can we do like group study things or is it like a per person type <laughs> Absolutely. If you would like a, uh, would you want one of the silence chambers or one of the non? Since it's a group, uh, is your silence um, chamber? Uh, it, kinda, we'll do one as a group. Yeah, kind of precludes the uh, being able to being able to talk each to each other. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I was thinking well, the earrings, but the problem with those is you have to whisper, and technically a whisper is spoken. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would work. We can do it telepathically for three yes, of we us. Yes, can, we can arrange for um, a group yeah, room just for a... all of you to uh, to research. So you're looking for uh, books regarding Sune? And... Uh, particularly maybe places that, if uh, like divine places, places that uh, people have, you know, not just... Maybe a in general book on her, but there's sort of like maybe places that are revered by her and her followers, her devotees, anything like that. All right, we'll see what all we can find. Um, Items that bringing... generate portals. Oh goodness, that that could be extensive. Um, that would get into a different. Library. Um, see what I can. I'll see what I can do. And uh, give me, give me about an hour. And I'll, I'll tell you what. I will come and get you when we have a room set up with the books that we found for you to start with. And then we'll, uh, we'll look for more. Meanwhile, I'll find out what. Um, what the great readers would like uh, done if they would appreciate you to uh, go through the portal and uh, do I understand that you have the means of coming here? Having overheard you guys talking. (laughs) Depends if we're on the same plane, I guess, is Right, so as long as it's on the same plane. Uh, I don't know, like I say. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, if we're not extremely concerned that they're in immediate danger, we could also try one way of sending my familiar through, letting them gather information, and then I can call them back. Okay. Um. Um. Mm-hmm. If the portal only opens with the day, so you'd be able to send them through today or tomorrow. Um, and then if you needed to go through, it'd have to be the day after that. Mm-hmm. Right. So that'd be, um, we're not concerned about, like, yeah. If your familiar went through uh, and it's, the portal's up for five minutes, we know that. Then it could, the first thing it yeah. could do is immediately try and come back through the portal. See if it's a one-way or a two-way. 
um, look around for a few minutes, then try to pass yeah. back through. Can you communicate with your familiar when it's no. not through not a there. portal? No. No. She's but, not you know, uh, 100, 100 feet, I think. Take a cup and put a piece of string on it and then put another <laughs> cup at the other end. See if the meows carry. See if, <laughs> see if physics works across a plane. I mean, you do know that with Analyze Portal, you'll, you'll be able to actually see the other side yeah. of the portal. Yeah. Oh, and you can cast that as a spell rather than as a yeah. ritual. Yeah. Yeah, I just have to have it. She has to prepare yeah. it to well, be able to just cast it. So Yeah. So I can cast it, see what we can see. Um, see what you can see. Make the next you see the far realm and you go insane and then, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, then you probably don't want to go through. <laughs> yeah, Falthrax is fucked. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this concludes tonight's game. Burn it! Burn the book! Burn the and book! And we will be uh, <laughs> we will be taking a three week hiatus for the holidays. So we'll be back. Was after... that your familiar? <laughs> <laughs> after uh, the first of the year. So everybody have a wonderful holiday, and we'll see you soon. Are we going to sing Old Lang Syne as a sign? <laughs> Adios! Oh my god. Sayonara! Bonnuit! Ta-da! Thank you for listening. We hope to see you soon.